Traditionally, when we think of clean water pumping, we think about applications pertaining to residential and or commercial structures, like moving water through facility plumbing and HVAC systems. But on this episode of Through the Water Cycle, part of Xylem's Solving Water podcast feed, vertical turbine expert and business development manager, Sarah Boynton, is going to talk with us about how utilities can make their clean water pumping applications more efficient and effective, including how to navigate the industry with COVID-19 impacts. Here's the discussion. Hi, and thanks for listening in on today's episode of Through the Water Cycle on Xylem's Solving Water podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Holloway, here with Griffin Goda, and joining us now is Sarah Boynton, one of Xylem's clean water pumping experts. We're here to discuss ways that utilities can enhance their clean water pumping operations and how COVID will have an impact going forward. First of all, thanks for being here today. (laughs) And why don't you start by um, (laughs) telling our audience uh, what your day-to-day is like at Xylem and, and your background with the company. Sure. Thanks, Amanda. Yeah, again, Sarah Boynton, uh, I am the business development manager uh, for our water utilities uh, marketing group. Um, I've been with the company for a little over 11 years now. Uh, I started out actually in our product management group. I uh, spent a lot of time there as the uh, as a product manager for our vertical turbine pumps, uh, finishing up as the global product manager uh, for that set of our products. Um, and then uh, just recently transitioned uh, into this more market vertical team uh, for the water utilities group. Uh, and, and since joining the team, one of the main focuses for me is kind of taking what I've known from uh, my, my clean water days with vertical turbines um, and really kind of integrating that uh, for our group uh, in, our, in our water utility space. So Sarah, can you talk about clean water pumping in general, what it is, and then what it is when it comes to the water utilities market or just water utilities in general? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so for the, for clean water, we've got products, mostly it boils down to our Gould's uh, water technology line. That's going to be our, our legacy brand uh, serving the clean water pumping space in, in water utilities. So that could be anywhere from uh, raw water intake with say our vertical turbine pumps to uh, water transfer or distribution within the water treatment plant using things like our uh, split case uh, pumps or our booster products, or maybe even the uh, effluent transfer or reuse water distribution using things like insuction pumps or again, the vertical turbine products. Great, so then how are these solutions that you're talking about? Why are they so beneficial to water utilities? Like what makes them great solutions? So, um, you know, when it comes to the Gould's water technology product, uh, our municipal partners um, are are looking for a product that's going to last. This is not, you know, short term. They're looking for resiliency in their systems. They're looking for robustness. Um, and that's definitely something when you talk about the Gould's Water Technology legacy, that, that's sort of a pillar uh, for the brand is that robustness. And then also the efficiency of, of the product. So when it comes to reducing uh, the operating cost 
of the facility. Certainly efficiency, it has a big play there. Um, the pumps within a water utility plant are, are for sure a big consumer of energy, one of the largest. Um, and so uh, that's an important point, I think, for our water utility partners and why I think they've come to lean on, on Gould's water technology and, and the clean water pumps that we can offer. And, and Sarah, so, you know, utilities have been greatly impacted by COVID-19 in general. And just curious how the, the current climate with COVID-19 is, is impacting the clean water pumping side of this for the utilities. Are you seeing how trends or challenges in the industry have been changing because of this? Yeah, you know, um, so when it comes to utilities, certainly this, it remains an essential service. Um, and so we are definitely continuing to see the activity um, from our partners in the space. Um, you know, there's some important things that we are recognizing as um, coming to the forefront of importance for them. Um, things like contingency planning, you know, is, is kind of brought to the forefront of everybody's mind. Um, and so uh, there's one thing that we're doing with our Godwin branches right now, uh, which is another one of our Xylem brands where we have kind of a, a larger service footprint, but we're providing assistance in contingency planning, uh, which includes our, our clean water pumps. So that could be anything from um, helping the utilities recognize, you know, what kind of spare parts need to be on the shelf to looking at um, appropriate bypass or redundancy type systems, you know, things, things of that nature. Uh, and so that kind of planning is going on. And, and then there's also just, you know, working on getting projects ready to go. I think there's some questions about whether uh, we can or, or can't anticipate some type of stimulus that's um, dedicated to the water sector. But uh, I have heard that there are utilities that are getting projects ready to go in the case that stimulus money is available. Um, and so certainly our, our AEs have been, um, you know, continue to be busy uh, supporting projects um, and supporting our engineering community. And, you know, we're supporting people in, in different ways right now as well. That's certainly one trend that we've seen um, is that this sort of trend towards um, virtual learning and virtual interaction. Uh, we, you know, we, we, as part of what we do, we train the industry on our products and, and different challenges um, and the solutions that are, that are possible. Um, we've seen a huge trend towards, um, you know, virtual learning. The, the numbers that we've had on a lot of our recent webinars have just been phenomenal. So, um, we're definitely doubling down on interacting with people in those ways and trying to put more content out there via the web. Um, and, and then also set up some time. We've actually got a program that we're working on right now where, you know, where we might typically do a lunch and learn in person with an engineering group or uh, go in there and have a small group working session on a project we're working on we're developing ways to actually bring that uh, to them virtually. So uh, definitely seen a shift in that direction as most, as most companies have. You mentioned uh, stimulus package or stimulus dollars 
same thing with like the CARES Act, which was really more of a relief fund. But how are you seeing that um, impacting utilities in, in terms of, of the types of things Xylem could provide? Absolutely, yeah. So I think, you know, honestly, Xylem as a company, what we're going to have to be prepared for is to kind of go either way with this. So um, previous stimulus packages have often included things like uh, Buy American considerations. Um, and, you know, our Gould's Water Technology products that we sell to, to the clean water space, um, we've been able to work very well within those considerations um, in, in future stimulus type activity. So uh, we've got our manufacturing plants, um, three main plants here in the United States. Um, and so again, we've, we've been able to work with that whenever those considerations are um, part of the stimulus package. Now, I think on, on the flip side, we'll also have to be um, prepared if that capital is not available. Um, and that really just sort of magnifies um, an existing uh, challenge or concern that, that utilities have had. You know, we have a lot of uh, aging infrastructure in the U.S. Um, I, I remember reading uh, a study that the EPA did uh, back in 2010, and it estimated that only about uh, 40% of the capital that would be, you know, needed to um, replace this sort of aging infrastructure is, is spent each year. And so that leaves us a gap. And, and I think, um, you know, as that capital may not be available, that just sort of magnifies that. Um, so then on the flip side, you know, what, what can we do really to, to help with that? Um, you know, our, our custom pump group out of Pewaukee uh, and, and lots of other groups around Xylem, but them in particular, they have a program that is really focused on repairing, updating, upgrading um, existing infrastructure instead of replacement. So as we get focused on, you know, how do we get around the challenge of maybe having less capital, I think it's solutions like that that we can provide that will that will really help in that in that case. So in a lot of ways, it is like utilities are still facing the same issues that they were facing last year. But in a lot of ways, like you're saying, this is either magnifying them or speeding them up. Um, but it's a lot of, you know, so the key issues are still there. Yes. Yeah. It, and, you know, just like, for instance, another um, issue that, um, you know, maybe speeded up is, is kind of this um, idea of the reduced workforce, you know, so right now, um, you know, utilities may have skeleton crews or reduced workforce, right? And so um, we think that this will ultimately result kind of in this shift towards, you know, more digital acceptance. Um, things like monitoring, you know, lift stations remotely, you know, to, to monitor their status, runtime, et cetera, uh, versus having the people to go and do that. Because another challenge that, that utilities are facing is, is kind of the aging workforce. And so as fewer people um, have the skills to step into those roles, 
this is something that the industry has also been kind of uh, watching and, and concerned about. Um, and so, you know, we as a company, again, are, are focusing our efforts on, on monitoring solutions. Um, and then, you know, just to kind of bring it back to the clean water pumps, um, asset replacement planning, right? So if we are, are monitoring the performance of the products, um, we can help those utilities plan a little more appropriately for which ones they're going to need to replace first. So when dollars are, are few and far between and, and when the, the people to do the work um, is reduced, we have to be all that much better at planning. And, and so that's where we want to help out. It's really, it's really interesting, some interesting points you bring up because some of the stuff has started prior to the pandemic. And now, like you said, some things are being magnified. Some other issues might be shifted or evolving. So how does, how does clean water pumping look after COVID has now come through? I mean, what, um, what will utilities care about most? You know, I think um, just to kind of go back to the point about, uh, especially again, if, if capital is hard to come by. I mean, let's be honest too, even if there are some stimulus um, dollars available, uh, we are definitely experiencing some reduced revenues uh, right now within the utilities. And so the more we can help them, um, again, prioritize their asset replacement and upgrades, um, provide those, those services and that kind of um, creative thinking when it, when it comes to uh, using some of the existing infrastructure that they have in place instead of a complete replacement. Um, we have that available to us. Um, and then when, you know, if the dollars are available where we can actually go in and replace, um, thinking about the most robust and efficient equipment that we can put in, you know, to tackle those, those tight budgets, right? If we have the most efficient equipment that we can put in place there, um, some of their budget concerns can, can be partially alleviated. And you know, one of when you talk about efficiency, just in general as a trend, um, the DOE put in place some regulations recently called the Pump Energy Conservation Standards. Uh, those went in, uh, into effect uh, January of this year, and the the point of that was to reduce the twenty five, like the the lowest twenty five percent of performers in terms of pump efficiencies. Um, and that, that was really focused on, on clean water pumps. Um, and so, uh, you know, we as a clean water pump manufacturer worked actually with the DOE very closely um, to uh, look at those regulations, shape those, um, and have been working on making sure that all of our products are in compliance uh, over the last few years. Um, and you know, all that said, not all uh, not all pumps that pass the DOE regulations are are created equal, right? So, uh, just because you you barely pass the mark uh, doesn't mean that you're the most efficient pump on the marketplace. And so that's one thing that also we're trying to uh, train, for instance, the engineering community on is just to make sure that um, you don't get the 
the least available that uh, we're still trying to get the most efficient pumps out there. Um, also using things like VFDs to, to assist with that. Okay. So efficiency still kind of reigns supreme as the, the thing that water utility professionals need to consider in terms of um, operations at the utilities. And what are some ways that what, what are some things that set Xylem apart in terms of helping utilities with this going forward? Yeah, I think, you know, um, when it, as I mentioned, kind of the, the DOE, um, I would just say our, our commitment to efficiency has been long before any of these actions were taking place. You know, Xylem has kind of this legacy of continuing to uh, reinvent our products, right? I mean, uh, pumps have been around a really long time, but this is sort of part of our DNA um, to go back and uh, continue to adjust our products to be the most efficient that they can be. Um, when we were going through the process with the DOE and making sure that we were um, testing our products and, and getting a good, what they call PEI, number um, identified for each product, that's the pump energy uh, index number, we went all the way to qualify all of our xylem laboratories uh, that were producing these, these clean water pumps with the HI guidance uh, that was being used. So uh, the DOE uh, worked with HI to create uh, a laboratory standard for testing these products. So not only, you know, if, if somebody, for instance, identified a product that they didn't think was meeting the DOE standards, the DOE would, would seek out an HI qualified laboratory in, in, in order to do these tests. And so um, we wanted to make sure that all of our laboratories met this standard and that we would be considered um, a laboratory that the DOE and the HI would go to just to make sure that we were in, in great shape with this. Just for our listeners' reference, HI stands for Hydraulic Institute. Um, yes. Just to bring that around with all the acronyms that are yes, thank these you. these days. <laughs> yep, for sure. On our show, In the Field with Gould's Water Technology, the latest series covers tips and trainings for small business owners. Listen to all five episodes of the Small Business Toolbox series wherever you get your podcasts. When you talk about like asset replacement, how that's a big focus, do you find that are utilities seeking you out right now? Um, and by you, like you or just Xylem in general, are utilities seeking you out for that kind of creative thinking and expertise? Or do you feel like it's just something that you're kind of planning for down the road when maybe things are less crazy? Yeah, no, I think, um, I think there's a bit of a wide variety there. Um, this is definitely something that uh, some utilities are, are seeking from us already. Um, I will say that, you know, one of the other trends that we've seen in our industry is a little more, um, uh, I don't want to call it resistance, but just sort of a, a risk averse, you know, nature towards being sure. able to lean on um, digital to, to ascertain this information. And so um, I, I do think that kind of taking it back to current state, 
um, coming out of this, you know, this COVID uh, situation, there may be some some forced comfort level in, in terms of digital. So while it's definitely something that we're looking at, you know, and and actively working with utilities now. I think that it will be something that will be on the rise in the future. You know, it was already kind of on its way up, but I, I think again, as you talk about accelerators, um, that this would just be kind of another one of those accelerators to something that was already that was already happening. That makes sense, especially for digital. It's kind of it seems like once it's in place and you see how it can keep employees out of harm's way, ease of use, you know, being able to monitor everything 24 seven. It just seems like once it's, however it has to be put in place, once it is, it seems like the results would kind of only show a positive, you know, direction, but it's kind of like you're saying, you know, maybe forcing people who don't want to change things to, to change things maybe faster. Right. Right. For bigger reasons. I think, yeah. For sure, for sure. And, and I think, too, again, when you take it back to that, you know, reduced workforce and everything, anything that you can do to um, more efficiently utilize the time of the people that you do have available, you know, those types of things are, are going to take off for us in the future, I believe. So in light of everything that's taken place, I mean, how have your specific are there any specific projects you're working on or how has your specific role changed just based on what's happened? Um, what's happening, I guess, right now with COVID? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I think to a certain extent, everybody's role has changed, right? We're, we are fortunate that uh, we are working in an, in an industry again, that is um, critical, right? And so we're all, uh, continuing to stay busy, but but things have changed. You know, again, if I take it back to the way that we are um, interacting with people, the business has not stopped. You know, our, our utilities still need information from us. And so um, me personally, our team has been working a lot on kind of this, um, you know, virtual learning and virtual interaction and trying to make that as um, as seamless as possible uh, for you know our sales teams and, and the uh, the professionals that we're working with um, but you know it also impacts things like we've got um, you know product new product launches and things like that so whereas trade shows have been a great place for our industry pre professionals to come together and uh, learn new things learn you know what products and solutions are available to them uh, right now, our team is uh, investigating what a virtual product launch looks like, right, when it's when it's almost exclusively vir uh, virtual. So, you know, more to come on that, I suppose, in the future, but those are definitely the kinds of things that we're, we're looking at right now and the bridges we're trying to cross. That's a really good point about the virtual events and, and this sort of gap now that we're having to, to navigate on, on all sides of the industry in terms of trade shows or or other in-person events where we would have the ability to to share those new products right right so moving forward what's next for clean pumping and water utilities is there i mean i know we talked a little bit about the post-covid world but i mean 
are there any projects you're working on now or, or, or new product developments, innovations of that nature um, for clean pumping in general? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, we've got, uh, we just recently launched and, and luckily this was prior to COVID, but, you know, launch activities kind of persist, you know, for, for several months, but uh, we recently developed our EXC uh, double suction centrifugal pumps. Um, so that's, that was a, a major um, renovation for us. Again, the, if uh, our listeners haven't caught on to it um, in, in previous podcasts, we like to add the word or the, the letter E in front of our product uh, designations um, because again, that kind of throwback to that efficiency topic that we were, we were talking about earlier. So uh, with an eye on uh, efficiency and, and robustness, they've kind of redesigned our double suction pumps, um, super broad range. We get up to about uh, 50,000 GPM with those. Um, and then one other exciting, uh, albeit kind of a uh, smaller offering right now, our booster pumps, our, our ESVs um, and our EHMs, uh, they have uh, been introduced as what we call a smart pump. And so uh, that has a permanent magnet motor on it. These, these pumps have been upgraded with a permanent magnet motor uh, with an integrated uh, variable speed drive. Um, and so again, that that it's a, a smaller product uh, segment. It's only up to three uh, horsepower right now, but those are some kind of very exciting integrations, so to speak, into our product mm-hmm. portfolio that uh, that I think will be um, uh, something to watch as we go into the future as we start to expand expand that portfolio of smart pumps. Cool. Before we go, just one thing. Um... So if people want to access the virtual remote learning center, that's xylem.com, right? The virtual remote learning center? Yes, yes. You can go to xylem.com. We have lots of great content loaded there. We have some places where you can register for upcoming live events, as well as we've posted a lot of our previous uh, training events. We, We record all of those and post those there as well. Fantastic. Well, thanks so much uh, for your time today, Sarah. It was uh, great speaking with you and learning more about um, the capabilities that Xylem has in terms of clean water pumping and how that industry is taking shape. And um, thanks again for being here. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. It's good talking to you. The Solving Water Podcast is produced and distributed by Xylem, a global water technology company of more than 16,000 employees committed to solving critical water and infrastructure challenges worldwide. Stream, download, and subscribe 